a Radio 191 FM podcast. Here we are again, Movies with George. Yes, thanks, Jonathan. Thank you very much. That's right. I'm back. George is back with me in studio at the Mario George. G'day, how's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Good, mate. Good to see you. Good to have you here in mm. the studio. And beautiful Udipudi. Yeah. It's good to talk about a film that was partially shot in the city as well. Yeah, yeah. So Power of the Dog, Jane Campion uh, film, was here during the film festival. Uh, we've just actually been talking off air about its uh, distribution in terms of um, uh, being uh, funded and distributed by Netflix, but also uh, being in cinemas, not only in the film festival, but, but that kind of merged into uh, its general release here in cinemas um, at, at, at uh, Rialto uh, here in, in Dunedin. But yeah, as Jamie said, shot in... Uh, Otago uh, and and a little bit in Dunedin, you'll see some of the train station uh, and set in in the early uh, 20th century uh, in Montana, uh, 1920-1925, with a big cast um, uh, central to this, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, but also uh, Jesse Plemons and uh, Kirsten Dunst. Um, who are partners in real life? Yeah, wow. I mean, it, just just quickly, sorry to interrupt here, um, George. But so Kirsten Dunst was confirmed for the role, and then somebody that was the person that was confirmed for Jesse's role originally dropped out in November, just a couple of months before shooting started. Uh-huh. And Jesse was probably with Kirsten, yeah. so it was just like, oh, well, you're here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. You can do it. Well, it's great because Plemons plays the the younger brother uh, George, which is. Um, I didn't even realise that was my name when I was watching it. Uh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a good name for a little chubby uh, side brother. Uh, that's funny. Um, so Cumberbatch plays uh, Phil Burbank, who's this, like, brutal, you know, tough-ass hands, uh, you know, that's they're, they're cowboys, by the way. I missed that central part. Yeah. Cowboys out in the... Uh, the world, uh, the the sort of, um, I guess, barren uh, hills of of Montana slash Otago, uh, and Phil has this really uh, Cumberbatch's character has this really intense energy about him, and we're mm-hmm. introduced to them through basically um, they're riding their cars into a, a village. You know, they're on the, you know, there's really epic sort of scenes of this you know big cow herd coming towards this village really great opening to this film really using the landscape out there in otago but phil has this resentful sort of um demeanor towards george george is a well-dressed man he doesn't look like a cowboy he looks like a a businessman from the early early 20th century um out on the uh out on the you know out where the the pioneers hung out Phil, on the other hand, is is the uh, the dirty cowboy, right? And mm-hmm. um, he's he's pestering George uh, about you know what they were doing years ago, right? When they were out, you know, on the frontier with the cows and and, and that sort of thing. Uh, and George has left this behind. Uh, we can we can obviously tell this by uh, how he dresses and, and and this sort of thing. And as the movie goes on, this tension uh, rises, right? There's you know there's the the what the film does perfectly is 
linger on this tension and linger on just the just how angry uh, Cumberbatch's Phil Burbank is. Uh, you know, he he loves his brother. He loves the he loves the the outdoors. Uh, you know, he he um, you know as as it says quite well in in the uh, plot info for this. Uh, he he can castrate a bull calf with two swift slashes of his knife. Uh, he swims naked in the river, smearing his body with mud. Uh, he is a cowboy as raw as his hides. But as the film goes on, we can we 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 get a sense that this anger uh, is really sort of uh, not only a co- not, not only a cover for. Uh, the feeling that his brother is drifting away from him, his brother falls in love with Kirsten Dunst's character uh, and ends up marrying her. Her name is Rose, and Rose is terrified of Phil Burbank. And again, the film um, does well to, to consider this point, to linger on it, uh, and to sort of up up the ante in terms of uh, a sort of that, that tension uh, and, and that thriller sort of aspect of this. Rose, importantly, also has a son, uh, Peter, uh, who becomes a, a central part of this. Peter is a bit of a special child, uh, and Phil will eventually feel some sort of uh, some sort of closeness uh, with young Peter. But until we get there, Phil and, and, and Rose and George, this sort of... Uh, three-way they all live in this big old house um, out in the middle of nowhere in Montana these tensions rise and it's really a sort of uh, thriller genre in this sense um, with the with the western aesthetic uh, in these parts of the movies Uh, but as I was going to say but below Phil's anger and resentment and love for his brother and and sort of um, miss, missing and mourning of, of the glory days is really, I mean, th- this is a classic story of uh, a powerful, closeted man, really. Uh, oh. Sexuality is a, is a huge part of this uh, film, and Jane Campion expertly um, shows this. I mean, Jane Campion's Janet Frame film was awesome because it dealt with just the, the awkward sexuality of... Um, of geniuses and marginalized people and that sort of thing, and and this happens here uh, to to great effect with with Phil and his his uh, closetedness. But yeah, I mean the this is a classic story of powerful men uh, and, the, and their sexuality and how they deal with their their family and and others in their lives uh, because of that, especially in a setting like Montana in 1925. Uh, among cowboys, among brothers, uh, and all that good stuff uh, there, and that's all expertly uh, put put together. But um, I really liked this film. I love like uh, I love sort of uh, patient and considered westerns, right? That that sort of dwell on the landscape, dwell on the the anger of Cumberbatch's face as. Rose and George make love in the room uh, next door. Um, sort of dwell on you know a, some mourning for a lost uh, time, a lost frontier that they feel is like you know getting getting missed somehow, and uh, and that sort of thing. And and it was awesome also, obviously, to see the uh, New Zealand landscape here, a uh, bit of a train station as well uh-huh. uh, in Dunedin, um, and and that sort of thing. 
so yeah, highly recommended. If you missed it in the film festival, uh, definitely go and catch it while it's here, general release. Uh, if you miss that, I mean, you know, I would recommend seeing it like that. Uh, it will be on uh, Netflix uh, as well, but I'm, I'm very happy to say that uh, it didn't go straight to Netflix because I think that would have really been um, shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that might have been just New Zealand and Australia. Yeah, yeah. So that's really good. I, you know, New Zealand Film Commission uh, would have, you know, leveraged their funding to get that sort of agreement uh, chucked in there that it have a general theatre release before getting sucked into the Netflix verse. Got a, got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, um, Jane Campion won the gold line for this. Okay. Yeah, um, at whatever film fest that was. I can't remember. Um and oh, the Venice, yeah. So gold, gold. Uh, oh, sorry, she won the silver line for best director. It was up for the gold line, which is best film. Um, uh, obviously, she's won the she's won the Palme d'Or with the piano, mm-hmm. uh, and won a swag of other awards. And off the back of this, is she our greatest director? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, take nothing away from Peter and what Peter did with Lord of the Rings. Uh, and uh, Heavenly Creatures and in his early works Bad Taste uh, and the like which are uh, incredible um, but he's had a, a, a few you know. there are greatest directors in, in sort of different ways right? yeah. yeah but he's had a few floppies you know <laughs> yeah he's had a few you mean Frighteners yeah um, what he did with uh, not Mystic River what was it oh, I can't remember now that murder one can't remember. Yeah, it wasn't that great. It was panned. Um, so yeah, I think. Yeah, but there's other ones as well. There's Roger, Roger Douglas. Mm-hmm. Fantastic director. Yeah, so, did some great films, but some bad ones. Lee, great films, bad ones. Bad did a very bad James Bond. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, probably greatest greatest director. Um, brilliant. Well, go and see it. Uh, and enjoy it and enjoy the localizedness of it but also the incredible powerful story behind it and then sit back and relax uh, at the Emmy Awards where she probably won the best director yeah it seems like a, that, that perfect sort of movie right it's, it's not too it's not too big and blockbusty but it's uh, blockbusty yeah. Uh, but it's not too uh, insignificant yeah yeah yeah, yeah. alright hey thanks George pleasure This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.